Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. So we are back from Paris. I'm with Hannah Mooney and we just got back a few days ago from our trip. So there's been this whole building up as a showgirl in training for Hannah to go to Paris and audition and get to see the cabaret shows. And if you want to go back and listen to that, I will put that in the notes. But she's had privates with one of the dancers in Lido. Thank you, Hilary Sukanos. And we've had her interview people that were in the shows to find out what it's like to be a showgirl in Paris. And we got to experience it. So we are now at, what is the name of this cafe? Le Fournil. Because we missed um, French baked goods. So we're <laughs> doing a recap. So how, how's your body adjusting to being back after jet lag? Oh no, it's terrible. I'm sleeping like 12 hours a day. <laughs> it's not, it's not good. I'm also just feeling like I need to be more active. I felt, you know, all the walking we did and like the, the auditions and I, I felt like I was so active and now I'm sleeping so much and my body's not adjusting well. Yeah. It's hard. Jet lag going back. Um, <laughs> So we don't want to go into every single detail of things we did, but maybe we can just do a super short day by day. The very first day, I have to thank Hilary Sukunos, who actually was on her holiday and let us stay in her apartment and take care of her wonderful sweet kitty to me, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> Socrates. But we had a place to stay in a really cute part of Paris, close to Trocadero Square. So we just kept walking by the Eiffel Tower every day. Yeah. Just a little perk. Um, but we were super jet lagged. But what did we do that first night? That oh. would matter. That first, well, that whole first day was just amazing getting to walk like through the Tuileries and getting to see that museum of costumes. Uh, Thierry Mugler. Thierry Mugler. We and, were super dead tired. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, but, and also that room was so warm too. <laughs> was, that was spectacular. And uh, like Hillary was just showing us like, oh, and you can go see this museum and you can, you know, showing us all like history of things. She knows so much about that city. Um, and then, yeah, and we met up with Leah and we got to go. They got us tickets to see Crazy Horse that night. And that was spectacular. Honestly, like that was one of my favorite parts of the whole trip. Like, really? Crazy Horse was so fun. And I like, I was looking back and journaling when I got back and saw, I saw like the ticket that I had for that and like the little program. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was, I forgot. Like that was so fun. And like all of the performers at that show were like so like tight and together and like, that like every single one of them were performing the whole time and like it was so it was so creative like it was unlike any show that I've seen before and like just the whole vibe like the whole like 70s lounge vibe like uh-huh. it was it was so so Paris <laughs> it was so fun that was a great start to the because I won't jump but we did we started with crazy horse ended with the ballet by a deer at the opera right. house so we kind of very different vibes <laughs> which it's interesting because that's probably the most naked show but yeah. it, the way they do the lighting i felt like it was like very different than watching someone close up doing i mean it's similar to burlesque but i feel like there were so many things that made it classy sexy even so though they beautiful. were pretty much naked right it wasn't like yeah even though they weren't uh like obviously like the clothes are more skimpy than normal um it, it like it just it felt so classy still like it didn't feel like raunchy at all like you, like in America I feel like they would find a way to make that like not as classy but I think it's partially like 
the clientele they have and like the way that like you know like all the lighting and like the costumes and like the fact that they're just brilliant dancers and they're so good at what they do like it's just obvious that it's it's a higher level of performance could you see yourself doing that show (laughs) i would i think that i would have a hard time yeah show i think that because the audience is so close um and you're just so exposed i think that i I would have a hard time getting over that um yeah also i i I learned i think i'm too tall (laughs) yeah yeah, the ceilings are kind of low in there yeah and then the next day was kind of we won't go into that that was like we did the double decker bus and we just kind of got a view of the city got off track a little bit church i thought was notre dame not notre dame we got off walked around but it was just so fun like to even be lost in paris because all those little side streets that we found were like oh this is cute yeah and that was kind of just getting back getting yeah, rested wandering and then the next day was your moulin rouge audition yeah oh my gosh so can you tell about so that? much to say yeah um well dude, i got to meet some cool people there uh they had like some people from the uk they had some people from australia russia uh people that lived in france and worked at other cabarets um so it was nice like meeting other people there and talking to them and yeah it was just it was it felt like a really fun like jazz class it was just like we had like plenty of time to like warm up on our own and then we all warmed up together one of the dance captains at the moulin rouge um she led our like the whole class basically uh they told us at the beginning they're like so we'll just like treat this as a dance class and we'll have you like dance across the floor in lines after your warm-up they gave us like some simple combinations to all do in our lines according to height and you know, it's like batmas, uh, pirouettes, uh, some light jumps. Like, they were like, we're, you're in heels and we won't kill you today. Um, but yeah, they checked like our cartwheels and we did like a, an adage in heels, which was interesting uh, with, you know, like waltz and pirouette and like piques and it was beautiful. Um, and it was really fun to see how everybody else uh, did for the first part of the audition, I was very focused on myself, um, just making sure that like I was paying attention and like I was getting everything down. And then once I started to settle in and like, okay, I got this and having more fun, I started looking at everybody else too. It was really fun. Um, they had us uh, say our names, drop into the splits. <laughs> and I just like to say like they got to the last person and he like did his jump splits into the ground and we all turned around and we're like, wow <laughs> and then uh, and then they checked our heights and we came back we like got a little rest and came back and uh they gave us our final combination which was like a, a big broadway number and uh janet who was running the audition uh was like this is the party piece like you're here to have fun like this is your last chance to show us like your personality and i feel like i touched it <laughs> it was so much fun like it was like the reason that I love musical theater is just that you get to you get to have fun on stage, and it's something that I was used to. It wasn't anything that was foreign on my body, and I think that they saw that. So yeah, it was really cool. At the very end, we got to talk to Janet, and she was like, "Where are you from? Like, tell me a little bit about yourself." And she was like, "We'd love to have you come see the show." And so I was able to get us both tickets. We were waiting on a yeah. few people that were waiting. Like, oh, we get them, and you got them. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, it was super fun, really great experience, and I can't wait to go back. So did you have any attachment to the Moulin Rouge? Like, I know the first time I saw it, but also if you're nervous to audition, like, 
I'm going into this place that has such a huge history in dancing in the Moulin Rouge. Like, I don't know if that got to hit you because you're already thinking of audition, but even being in that building, some people are like, wow, I'm actually. No, I mean, like, I don't like to psych myself out like that um, because I won't do as well in my audition if I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is such a big deal. So I went into it like, I'm just going to have fun. Like, this is something that many people don't get the opportunity to do. And I'm so grateful for the chance. And I'm just going to take in every moment and just enjoy it. Um, so I didn't want to put any pressure on anything. But it was really cool because the room that we auditioned in was like the original Mulan stage. And at the very beginning, Janet said that that's where Miss Get performed. And it just, it kind of like, we all just kind of like took a moment. And we're like, wow, this is, this is a big deal. This is cool. a lot of history in yeah. the building. Um, and I was a little nervous at the beginning because I like I didn't know anyone and I was, you know, looking around like how flexible is everyone? <laughs> but once I once I like started talking to people and got into the swing of things, like I, all the nerves kind of went away. I'm going to piggyback on that. And then I want to talk about Emma, because even that was like that whole day just kept unfolding. Yeah. <laughs> so I dropped you off. And it was funny because there's boyfriends, husbands, and I'm yeah. like the stage mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talked to a couple of dad, or one, one dad that had told me his daughter had auditioned for different things. And he's waiting to find out. But then I found out where Miss Bluebell's grave was. I knew mm. it was over there somewhere. So I went and got a macaroon and asked directly, to, like, people can say French or snobby. This man was so helpful. He drew me a map. He walked me out. He said, go towards that building. And then I had a map of the cemetery. And I knew that Miss Bluebell's um, grave site was near a lot of artists. Um, that have that are revered in Paris, and so I had my little map, and I'm walking around this. I love grave, I love mm. cemeteries, like all the countries I go into because it's different than here. Yeah. So I'm wandering, and then I just looked up, and I saw her her tomb and her pictures on there, and just started crying. And I was not prepared that I was gonna be that emotional. Mm -hmm. So just seeing that, and I just had a moment. So all you bluebells are listening. It was just to know, like this woman gave us our career and changed yeah. the, the whole cabaret, like the, the Moulin's affected, the Lido. Vegas all comes from this bluebell bringing those shows mm -hmm. over. So I just had a, a respectful moment to just really thank her. I felt like, yeah. you know, whenever people think someone's presence, I just felt like she's here in Paris. And then with um, Fiona, who's in Paris, mm -hmm. who's from Seattle, and I know her really well. So we went and hung out. And then Jonah met us, yeah. who's in the Moulin Rouge show. So that was really fun. So I've interviewed him. And then you walk up the hill with Emma and our, our party just kept getting bigger. Yeah. So you met Emma at the audition and yeah. like, it was my friend. I thought it was somebody you'd known before. <laughs> like, no, I just met her. We had an audition together and now we're, we're like, we've been through something. Yeah. We just kind of hit it off. Like from the beginning, like she had the same, uh, the same approach of just like, I'm just here to have fun. She's a beautiful yeah. ballet dancer and she's, you know, she's from Australia and she said that she has a, an auntie that was a, a bluebell and um she was like you should definitely audition for Milan and Delita like while you're over there in Europe and so she was like I just you know wanted to see what it was like and I think she had as much fun as I did um but yeah it was just kind of felt like we just we clicked and we got to spend some fun times together and I think I think she enjoyed seeing you and meeting Jonah and getting to be introduced to everyone as much as I did which is interesting because you had both your auditions before you saw either of the shows. Yeah. So and you knew you were kind of what it was, but then to audition and then see the show. Yeah. So the next day was your Lido audition. Yeah. So can you tell about that? Yeah. Um, the Lido audition, I I wanted to go into with the same approach, but I it definitely is not the same vibe. <laughs> like you go in and there, there were only four of us auditioning. We got to meet Jane right away, and she was just so lovely, like such a classy 
woman and like you both like you just she's the type of woman that like you want to just <laughs> I want to make her proud you know yeah. it's just like you've been so kind and you're so like warm and gentle but you also like you know you have high expectations and you want to do well and so um yeah so should we got uh we had like a like 15 or so minutes to like warm up and stretch and she was like hey make sure you're like thoroughly warmed up because it's a very technical audition and she was right it was <laughs> so we had uh we had a different line captain uh, a bell line captain and a uh a sublime line captain so it was uh renee and, and eve. eve yeah so eve taught us our first combo which was very like, very quick very very technical um had a lot of uh weight shifts like fuetes and um it was very like powerful it's from it's from the show and there were a lot of critiques being given to us as we were give, given choreography and what was hardest for me was like being given all of the choreography without hearing the music that was another thing that i forgot to tell you is at the moulin they were like okay here's what we're gonna learn and they put on the music from hairspray and i was like oh yeah and like you already know the vibe and so you're like going into it like i know how this goes but when you're taught all of these steps to like count and you're taught almost the whole combination. Like, okay, we're just gonna like learn all of these. And it's, the sequencing was really hard for me to pick up. Um, and then finally they were like, okay, well let's try it to music. And also before we had started anything, Jane had told us like, um, we are going to throw a lot at you and it's going to be difficult, um, but we just want you to know like, perform from the very beginning like from when you're learning the choreography like from the very first step you take you are performing and that was really difficult I just felt like the pressure was so high <laughs> uh because um yeah like when you're learning you're like in your head you're like trying to figure out especially when it's so fast and technical it's like <laughs> it should just like happen naturally and I think I did my best but first culmination was really difficult and they kept giving us critiques throughout, like both Jeremy and Jean um, were like, make sure that you hit this line, make sure you keep your elbows up, make sure, you know, and it was interesting, like they would give the line captains critiques to tell us when they, we were having like a moment to go over the choreography by ourselves, but they'd also come up and give it to us directly, which was both really cool and like uh, a little intimidating. <laughs> um, so anyway, after the second, we got the second, combo was given to us by Renee, which was a lot more my style. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot more like fun and flirty and uh, kind of old Hollywood style almost because it was a number from their new tableau, uh, yeah, Anubliab. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they tried to give us like a visual. They're like, these are the type of costumes you're wearing. Like, you've got these big feathers and all this movement needs to be very like sharp and clean and big. Um, because you have this big costume you're trying to move around and you're like engaging with the audience. And I feel like I did pretty well with that. You um, nailed that. Like that was where your performance, like you, oh, I was watching everybody yeah. I was critiquing everything in a good way. Uh, but that was the one yeah. like you got to really shine. But I thought more than the other girls, you were bringing mm -hmm. the performance and the confidence and the, and the big movements. Yeah. Well, I just love that style. Yeah. I love that style of dancing. So yeah, after, after both of our combos, um, they gave us like one more chance and they're like, Hey, like really bring it, like give us your best personality. And I feel like that's the, like my very last time is where I finally actually like, 
it clicked like all the choreography and like the timing and everything it all it all clicked was it clicked and so then they were like great so give yourself a moment you can take your heels off and we'll go measure you backstage and um and then they they had a nice chat with us at the end one-on-one which is not something that you usually get to do at an audition and that was just really cool and it was hard uh because the very first question was uh tell us about yourself and that's a question that i've never successfully answered at any interview like for any job <laughs> uh, my friend likes to call them muggle jobs <laughs> just like it's i don't my personality type is not someone that likes to talk about myself uh and I, it throws me off and i'm like do you do you want to know about like my job my family my my cat i don't know <laughs> Yeah, and so that was interesting, and I, it kind of it caught me off guard. And then uh, they told me like what I did well in the audition. They said that I, I had great personality, and they they said like if you're ever back in Paris, we'd love to see you again. Uh, they also said like they told me what to work on, like uh, technically, like turns and uh, some cleanliness things, which was really helpful. But I feel like I made a good impression. And I and I just really enjoyed how they were so respectful the whole time. And lots of times you go to an audition and I feel like, or I hear of other people and like they're like whispering to each other and they're just kind of like making you feel like terrible. But I never felt that way for either of these auditions. I felt like they were looking at each dancer the whole time, like taking notes and giving them corrections, but like really working to like get to know the dancers in front of them, which was really lovely. Yeah. One of, one of the things we noticed how loud it is here. Like we were trying to record oh, this in a yeah. bakery and like there's background noise. Like and we were saying in cafes, we didn't, there was no music. Yeah. It's just like constant noise. It came back or being Less assaulted. distractions there. Yeah. So then we got to do the backstage tour, which for me, I just, I can't believe like all the things that we were able to do that mm-hmm. I would have never dreamed because and I asked to get the audition for you. So Jane set that up. Like, okay, and then had more people. So it was four. I don't even know if they were going to have an audition, but I think a few people were in town. And then I had asked Jeremy something else. And he goes, how about if we do this? How about if we do a backstage tour? And then I said, can I take video? And they said, sure. It was way beyond what I thought. Like we yeah. went into the dressing room. We saw every costume. <laughs> we did stories, Jeremy's stories about the goose, the um, swan poop. <laughs> it's not, poop is not a good word, how I say it. But when a French man says, the poop, it's a great <laughs> story. Uh, yeah, we saw like the costumes hanging up that are from way back in the 80s oh, yeah. that are now in the show. There's just any bluebells that, that um, from the old school. I think you would love the show. There's a whole beautiful tableau that it has Bravissimo, um, Saint Magique, uh, Alelido, Panache, Nas Panache. And it was so good. We won't, we'll get into the show next. We're not yeah. going there yet. But just to see the costumes hanging out, one thing I loved was to see Karina's fox fur hat mm-hmm. from Panache next to her daughter Savannah's. Um, conductor one and I loved all the backstage stories and learning how things were made and there's costumes they're showing it that had sequins that doesn't even matter no one will even see them they were so detailed even if it was just because not mm-hmm. because it's going to show up because the underskirt right I love that I think we were maybe an hour and then we got to see Miss Bluebell's um bench of shame <laughs> and that I love that you heard the story that's if you were called to the office if you were either in trouble or if you're going to be moved up and then to go in Miss Bluebell's office which then was Pierre Rambert's office and now Jane's and I didn't even put it together that Jane really is like she won't say I'm the next Bluebell but she really is Miss Bluebell's position mm-hmm. as far as running and maintaining the show and taking care of all the dancers mm-hmm. so I love that and then I got to do an interview with Eve who mm-hmm. gave you the audition I thought I'd reached out to her 
And, and she goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> the way she said, like, I didn't, I thought I did. So we just sat up in the middle of the showroom when they're like clinking glasses and hers was so fun. So it was really great to um, interview, seeing what she did with the audition mm -hmm. and then hear and then see her in the show a few days later. Because I just felt like I have a very different connection to the show now that I've met these people as opposed to when I saw it at the reunion, which was just overwhelming and wonderful. But I felt it was really good to look, to look for people on there that I've heard their story. And then we had, we were done with that. We have other things we did. And then we went to Strasbourg. We we're going to see Royal Palace misjudged how long it would take to get there missed the show <laughs> but it was still worth going to Strasbourg. yes even if it was just for that dinner it was just the food that was the highlight of the whole thing <laughs> we went to a really great restaurant that leah suggested that's another thing like people were like do you need suggestions i feel like yeah. that and bluebell cast were just so great like making sure that we knew where mm -hmm. we were going and there's here's some fun things to see and then you weren't feeling well. And then I went out in the rain, bought a red umbrella and just wandered. <laughs> and I loved Strasbourg. It was like that little bit of a break. And then the train ride. I love train rides. Like yeah. just taking a two-hour train ride through just quiet. Mm -hmm. So then the next, we get back Friday, we get to go see the Lido. Mm -hmm. So you've auditioned, but you hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. You've seen video and you've heard all these stories. You've listened to basically every episode or not quite caught up, but yeah. you've listened almost all the way up to what this is recent. Yeah. So how was that for you? Because you'd seen the theater, but it's not like, you know, when it's kind of without the lights on, it's very different. Then we get there and there's a pre-show. Oh, and we got out there dance because they, they were inviting people. And then I saw Christopher. I'm like, I'm going down there. And then the other night, no one was down there. But we got we got to even dance before the show yeah. started on that stage. Oh, it was so fun. It was so different. Like, it's a, it's a different energy. Like, just being on this, like, the stage is just like, it's, just it's a plain stage with, <laughs> you don't see, like, you know, they add like set pieces and like things come up from the ground and like from the ceiling and the stage lifts up. Yeah. And it's like, they change the stage so much for the show, like versus like being there for the audition where it was just a floor that you were dancing on. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. And like, we were like greeted by, by Jane and like, she was just like excited to see us. And it was just cool to like be like ushered in like that. And we were given really, we were treated very well. And yeah, we got to go dance with, uh, with Christopher and um and we got to see uh la michael do his thing that seemed to do his rap and that was really fun <laughs> and yeah it was just like it's a really fun way to be like introduced into that and also yeah i i want to backtrack a little bit like uh being backstage uh, and seeing seeing all the costumes fun seeing where they like get ready but like hearing you talk to jane but like uh the like how they got their dancers out of COVID and made sure they were okay like mentally like just like learning more about like how that how that company runs and how she treats like everyone there like it made me appreciate it even more like seeing the show and seeing all the dancers uh like they really look like they're having like a really good time they're all performing really well and like they just they take care of their dancers so they can have an even better show and you know what a concept that is wow <laughs> instead of running them into the ground what'd you think um, of the show like what was it that, uh, that how when you're seeing this for the first time like i couldn't stop smiling first of all like it just like every moment it felt like a, a dream it was just like everything flowed so well all the transitions were flawless um which is a hard thing to achieve i think and i loved like there was kind of a storyline in the show but it, it's not something that you really focused on it's something that just kind of tied everything together, which was nice. Um, and just like seeing like the the range of performance, like 
from like the contemporary and like the ballet and uh, and like the beautiful showgirl numbers with like the huge feathers. I love that and seeing like all the separate like specialty acts like the girl on the bellhop and mm. mime and um, like all of the like everything was just so spectacular. It's like it's nothing like I've ever seen. Like I've seen Cirque shows and it's you know it's directed by the same guy, but it's it's totally different. It's you know if you go to a Cirque show, you can know you're gonna see some acrobatics. You can see it's this you see the same thing in a Cirque show. I feel like. Um, but this is just something completely different. And the fact that it has so much history behind it. Um, and I love, they put like the, the old, like the old bluebell numbers in there. Like it, it adds even more. Um, yeah. Just knowing all of the stuff that goes into the show and every, like the history that it's had and the history that the Lido's had and, um, seeing like that there is integrity. Like that was what was so great. Um, about seeing the shows, knowing that they, they hold the integrity of this company and the dancers and artists that are included. It was, I mean, obviously, yeah, the, the show was beautiful and I was in awe and I want to work there. <laughs> but like knowing all of the background stuff, like going into it made it that much more magical and exciting. So did it make more sense of why the audition was the way it was? Oh, yeah. Because I think sometimes you said, okay, that's why they would need to see like yeah. detail and because there's a lot more technique in that show. Oh, than, yeah. Than I think people like, oh, it's showgirl. Like, and like oh, all the God, partnering. There's point, point numbers in it. Yeah, you have to be solid. You have to be a solid technical dancer on your own because other people rely on you. Like, well, yeah, you just have to have so much awareness of your own body and bodies moving around you, especially with like these huge costume pieces and set things that are moving. And you just, you have to, you have to be solid. Um, when I think when I told like Savannah, I told Savannah and I told Leah and Christopher, like what they won, what they, cause I saw them, I went and had lunch with them yeah. without you. And then how was the audition? And they, they said, what'd you, what'd you do? And I said, they go, Oh, so we found out that they give the harder choreography that some leans do because when I did the shows, they would bring in the principles. There'd be like two main principles. One might be stronger ballet. One might be more of the vedette, like the showgirl. Mm -hmm. But this one, they bring you in, they want to know, they want to move you up. So you don't get hired normally for late. They have to work. They have to be there a long time and they get moved up to swing or they get moved up to sublimes, which are the five principles. So they want to know, can we move you up? And so like we hire this and then these people, because people stay there longer if they have something to work for. It's like by giving you a harder thing, I was like, oh, that makes more sense now. Like, you know, you're eliminating, but also like if we hire you, we can keep moving you up to harder things. Yeah. And the next day we came back, which mm -hmm. I knew I was like, when I left, I'm like, that's okay. I get to come see it again. But I got to do an interview and it was so fun. So I'm like, Hannah, you're welcome to come on all these things or nothing. Mm -hmm. Like there's most things you came with me yeah. and then some things you got to go and play on your own. And then I would uh, go meet up with people, but mm -hmm. to do the interview with Jeremy and um, I'm so glad Jane, I was there for that. Yeah. And I think it was really good to hear more of the heart behind it and mm -hmm. they're amazing. And yeah. that, uh, that interview, I just came out going even more in awe yeah. of management because, you know, they're, they're other. So what was that out of that interview? Is there anything that, that stuck out? Because that interview will be coming out before this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to give anything away. No, there, like, that one's coming out before. So they oh, okay. Know. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Uh, just like learning more about like who, who Jane and Jeremy are and like, uh, like what they bring into this company and yeah just more of like how how you treat people she's like she said something like uh what's most important is uh what did she say it was the artists and 
the emotional health or mental health yeah it, like it was like the three most important things in the show i forget what she said exactly but i was just like yeah like that's that's what's important you want to keep the integrity of everything that bluebell created and and you know it's just it's important to take care of your people um, that's just most important i think and we missed uh we didn't talk about semen waters so also you you recognize oh, yeah. people that, uh, that audition. You got to see them on stage doing their thing. Yeah, it was so cool. And the, the person that gave us our Mulan and Rouge audition, her name was Nikki. I don't know her last name, but she was fantastic. Like it was really cool. Like getting to see her, like give us the audition, and seeing her on stage. She just like was a firecracker. She was amazing. And the whole show was just like so energetic and so like fun. And like I can see why they gave the audition that they did because like you need to have like that energy the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> um like they don't have many like chill numbers there's like all the numbers have explosive choreography and tricks and partnering and you have to you have to put so much energy behind like almost like when, when we were watching the video of of your hollywood hello hollywood hello in your living room like i was like you can tell when people aren't giving 100 percent. they think that they can like just blend in to the crowd or you know let their costume do the work yeah <laughs> um and i saw a little bit of that in the line. um but for the most part they were all like so energetic and i was like that must be exhausting doing that like two shows two shows a day like five or six days a week like that's a lot it's interesting though that well we're talking how loud it is here (laughs) um but just like that when when you're tired for show and then the rest of the cast helps pump you up Mm -hmm. um one thing that really touched me is before i posted a picture of you in your beret where we Mm -hmm. would have breakfast and like it's milan rouge audition day of how many bluebells were on wishing you mayor like I yeah, said, this, there there were so many, and they wanted yeah. how to go, and like please tell her have a. I mean, it, it was overwhelming. And they always yeah. had support from here where you work here yeah. in Seattle, and you had Westlake support yeah. for you personally. And then I just love like these people that don't even know you. Yeah. They just want you to have this good experience, and, and yeah. they're just it happy made it to that know. Much better. It was it was just such a great experience all around, and I'm just really grateful. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like there was a lot of love. There was a lot of like Andrea Grant. If you're listening to this, like she had offered to. For to Venmo me and it didn't work out with, with, with Emma and like take them yeah. out for lunch, but it, it didn't work out. But that was like that was really thoughtful. Like yeah. they wanted you to have a great time in Paris. They wanted to like it's if you got it or yeah. not. I think they were just it was really wonderful. That was my big takeaway mm-hmm. was how this community is yeah. such a family. I didn't find Same. this back again yeah. until a few years ago when I found it on Facebook. I went, yeah. wow, these people yeah. are my family, and I've not met a lot of them. And side note, like you and I are both nines. We've learned, and we're both very Enneagram. Yeah, and like uh, it reminds me Instagram. Yeah, people listening, um, go check it out. <laughs> For a nine on the yeah, but like we learned that like community is very important to both of us, and that's something that I learned about like this whole bluebell community. It's, it's so tight, and like it's people from like the past. Like, oh, you're a part of the family now. Like when you were a bluebell, and once a bluebell, always. Yeah, and I just think that is so special and so rare that that is actually like because you know you go in workplaces and always toxic you know when they're like oh we're like a family and then you realize it's not family yeah no but bluebell is really like they support you and encourage you and they want to see you succeed and i really felt that being there like i'm just some girl from seattle like auditioning for these world-class theaters and like i have all these people i really felt it 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 was very special very very special i want to talk about the podcast too because i have interviewed 
I think I've done like 21 that were part of the current, but some of them did come back after COVID. But to see like, oh, I get to see Leah. They had to come twice. Like we had to yeah. see Savannah. Like she wasn't in on Friday. So we're buying tickets yeah. to come back. But to get to see these people that I've heard their story and to see them on stage doing what they love. And also because I felt that like angst for them of not knowing if they're ever going to get to go back on that stage. So yeah. I want, like we sent a video for opening night with all these bluebells saying, just so happy that it was there. So I felt like the old generation. And then I feel very connected to this other cast oh, hearing these young people that are just really wonderful, like having lunch with them. I asked Alexander to have tea time with me and I brought mm-hmm. a beret and she put it on and then you got to join us for that. Uh, it was just fun that they actually were like, yeah, I'll hang out with you. Cause I'm a 62 year old lady coming into town. Like who wants to have coffee? Um, and yeah, else- but it's, it's that family, you yeah. know, it's like, you're a part of their family and you've, you've kind of brought them into that too. Like, I don't know how many of them knew like much of the history of bluebells before you had this podcast. And I, it was also really cool to see like Jane and Jeremy, like be so appreciative of you. And like, they really treated you like, really well at the mm, lead was you know they, they were just like oh have this here's your book like have some macaroons on the house like oh like you get a picture with yeah them. and even like the waiters that worked at the Lido, like our waiter was like oh i've been here for 15 years like did you work with this person like it's just such a it's a family atmosphere and that's it's just really cool to see like you be treated like family too like oh that was really really special yeah yeah because jane had said something she goes you're what we're what you're doing is really important she's bringing the older bluebells back in and i uh-huh. went oh yeah because i think without social media a lot of us had just kind of put that aside and now we come back to it i think like i want all the older bluebells come mm-hmm. see the show come see these tableaus your costumes your pieces your shows are being represented mm-hmm. so kind of maybe they will have two more questions so yeah. how is it for you to have heard their story and then meet them in person because you've listened to all these and you've mm-hmm. talked to um You've taken from Alexandra on uh-huh. the heels from Paris and you have taken Jonah's class and then you have talked to Savannah on mm-hmm. an interview. I think like other people, Hillary, you've met yeah. in person, but she wasn't in the show, which sad we didn't get to hear yeah. before. So how was that after hearing your stories? Because you could have just gone on a totally different trip. Yeah. Seen the load of the lead and been blown away. Right. Well, I think I was telling you like at the end, like it, it feels so much more special that um, I got to go with you and like meet people that live there. It feels like I got to like really get to know the culture and get to know like a, a piece of France that I wouldn't have gotten to know if I would have just been like a tourist, you know, if I would have just gone to Paris. Cause I've been to Paris once before and it was like fine, <laughs> but this is just such like a magical experience and like getting to meet like, you know, like Christopher and Savannah and uh, Alexandra um, and Hillary and, well, yeah, like all these people, like I, I felt like I met all these celebrities and I was a little bit starstruck, <laughs> but also they're just such like lovely people, um, like Christopher too. Like I bonded with him. I feel like I'm his friend now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we got to dance with him on the stage and like we came and met them for lunch. He's like, I have so many questions for you. Like, I'm so excited to see you. And it was just like, really me? Like you're excited to see me? Um, yeah. And like, they're all just like so sweet. They're, they're such lovely people and you can see like that is something that's important to the Lido and that's again something that we talked about after my audition and like my my uh chat with them at the end you're like that's why they asked that question is because they they care about like the type of person that you are like if you're someone that's like difficult to work with or if you're someone that you know is very yeah it's like a diva like they won't want to work with you and so you can see all the people that they've hired are just genuinely beautiful people inside and out and it shows on stage in person. It shows in so many ways. And like in the way that they are all wanting to help you and have you 
like give you a good experience and they're so helpful uh and it was yeah it was just kind of it was inspiring too like because I, I talked a little bit to savannah and she's given me like a new life motto she i because i asked her like what her favorite part of the show was because i was like i i can't choose a favorite you're all just so good <laughs> but she said that she um she doesn't like to choose favorite pieces of the show because she wants to find a piece of each number that she gets to be excited about. So she never gets tired of the show. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's something that I want to take with me. Um, and hearing like Alexandra's story, like things that I, like we talked about that wasn't in her interview. Like that was really cool getting to know a more personal piece about her. And like, I, I can't wait to go back and like see them again. Um, yeah. And like Hillary is just a lovely human being. Thing. and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for her she keeps sending me things on Instagram like oh check out this audition for this like things in like Spain and China and um like uh, Germany and like all these places because yeah they just they want to see you do well they're so helpful they're they're like well we we have all these resources why wouldn't we share them yeah that's not um, always the thing and that's People also are- a thing of like her cabaret diversity network too it's like getting to share all of that information so I want to talk about that because uh, Christopher, I got to interview them to uh, mm-hmm. about the Cabaret Diversity Network with his part, and then Savannah talking about her. We didn't actually get to her business thing, yeah. But then Christopher is like, you know, what you should do. We should go see uh, Plumes de Paris with uh, Dominique about mm-hmm. being third generation of the feathers of the show. And I'm like, he goes, I'll hook this up for you. And so Christopher, I had three days with Christopher. It was so good. But he met me, and then we, the. Dominique wasn't there. So we went to fabric shops and we talked about Josephine Baker for about 20 minutes, probably in the way of everybody trying to shop. We were just going to this whole conversation surrounded by sequins and sparkly fabrics. And then we went to another place and he was pulling out fabric. Oh, I can do this. So it was just really fun to watch him get really excited, like about designing a show and the creativity. And so then he had to go for the matinee, but I got to go into the Plumes de Paris mm-hmm. and meet Dominique and hear about like how they did the feathers for Joseph Baker. And also, if you guys didn't listen to the interview, they don't kill the birds. And I remember <laughs> feeling guilty for how many dead fe- birds I thought were being represented on those showgirl costumes. But the longer you let a bird live, the healthier and more beautiful the feathers are. And they just drop them and they don't kill them. You want happy birds for happy showgirls. Mm-hmm. But I learned a lot and met this new designer who is only 21 years old and like is upcoming and the feathers they're doing for all the tour like all these like high-end fashion this tiny unassuming little feather shop on some street you would never know of all the magic and all the history so for, for those who want to know all that stuff that was fascinating to learn about feathers mm-hmm. and dyeing them and i got to go back and see you know the process mm-hmm. it was there's just gems because of the cast like that mm-hmm. i wouldn't know to go look for that christopher yeah. made the contact brought me there we went and hung out and then uh, there's just a lot of things that i want to thank the cast for making this experience like so personal mm-hmm. so this is a big deal because like you were told, you know, here's some things to work on, but like you have a boyfriend here, you have a life here in Seattle and, and then we were talking, like, could you see yourself living here? Because it is a big deal. Cause like, I want to do that, but it's not where I live. Yeah. And there's a lot of, uh, would be a lot of sacrifice and you might be in process for a long time. And so like take your time, obviously, like if you could see yourself doing this. What, what would that entail? Like if you said in a year, I want to go back or like, cause you did say like, if I get these things, great. If not, I want to go for the experience to yeah. see the shows, to meet these people and to get the, you know, you got to audition on two of the, high, the right. highest class cabarets. And so there was no, hopefully attachment from anybody rooting for you that you had to get it. Yeah. But it's such a great learning thing. Yeah. And honestly, like that's, 
that's how I went into it. And that's how, that's really what I took away is like, it was eye opening and it was like, wow, I am meant for more, you know? And I, I really felt like, like I, like I told you, I feel like I crushed the Moulin Rouge audition. Like I, I feel like that's something that I could do. Um, and Alito is something to strive for. Um, and if I ever got the chance, I would take that opportunity. Um, and then I would figure out the moving situation, the boyfriend situation when that came. Um, but at the very least, like it made me realize that I can do more than what's in Seattle or like what I'm yeah. doing right now. And I, yeah, I just, I want to go for more up here. I want to travel more. I want to like see what, you know, all these things that Hillary's been sending me, like see what's in Spain and Germany and, you know, cruise ships or, you know, all these different experiences that seem amazing and would give me, would give me training and would give me just more. I like, this is only my first year performing. I'm so young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've just, I feel like I've just had so many wonderful experience thanks to you and um I feel like there there's so much more for me out there um yeah I don't know if I'm answering your question no you are and it's like you don't have to say I'm just because I think you can get that my I'm gonna work my butt off but it's because yeah. you have to want it and you have to go there is a cost uh-huh. the things you give up to do it and it might be like that was just a great experience and I can use that for the next thing that maybe not necessarily is Paris or like I'm gonna be in the Lido stage because it can't be like oh we'll see what happens you have to work your butt off mm-hmm. that's a little bit more intentional to get where you need to be and whatever time frame but if you're like oh I'm gonna do that and that's gonna be my priority you're like I'm gonna no matter what I think you've got really great valuable yeah. things one thing I love, I remember you came from massage and you had said you've been listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and like the fact that you were even interested because I talk about it and I feel like the new generation could care less. Yeah. It's all LA. And so they're like, what is this you're talking about again and again? Because when I found my passion for it again, I want like if someone is interested, it makes me so happy. And then you like their stories, not just yeah. of life. Like I like hearing about their stories or struggles or victories. Mm-hmm. So I was so excited that you even wanted to know this world. Mm-hmm. And like oh, I might be something you could do because I'm like oh my gosh I would love there's somebody yeah. in this younger generation because it's not as available as it was but yeah. it's still there but I, I feel like it's it's something that's meant for me yeah really like uh like I've told you before like musical theater is something that's that's enjoyable but it's not really me um and I've told you my reasons why mm-hmm. <laughs> um but really like when I first started working at the can can I remember like my friends came and they're like oh Hannah like this has been you all along. And like, you finally, you're, you're showing now, like, this is who you are. And obviously I'm more than that, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like getting to see like on like a bigger scale, a bigger stage, um, more budget, <laughs> um, getting to see all, I feel like that's something to strive for. And that's something that's meant for me. And so that's something that I definitely want to go for. I like done with the numbers. I can see me doing this. and like, that's what, that's that yeah. mindset. Like I can see me doing that. And I think the realistic thing, because I think a lot of times when people are giving something to work on, like, you don't know. Mm. Or, like, but I think to get it from someone, like, from Jane and Jeremy, this is what you need, that's the source. So instead of, like, somebody else telling you, hey, if they know, and they see this in me, and I could get there, and this is what I need to do, that's way more of a gift than most auditions. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't get it. Right. Like, and it could be, like, you have the wrong hair color, and they can't imagine (laughs) it. I don't like your chin. Yeah. So the fact that it really is, like, it's experience and skill based and performance based. It's like, it's something that I feel like is within reach. So what would change if you, like, I think like you, we were talking before, there's goals that you could do if you go to Paris or not, that would just help you as a performer. 
It's like, what are the things that you want to focus? And it, it hopefully not like I'm going to just drill my body into the ground. I work so hard. Like, like you talk about even. Yeah, it's quite the opposite for me, actually. Yeah, I like what you said. Like <laughs> some things you want to implement in your life that would help you. Yeah. Well, because like I have so many different things going on right now between like my job, like being a performer, working uh, like eight plus shows a week um, and taking classes and having any sort of a social life outside of that, um, like getting to, are we okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, getting, getting more balance in my life that will allow me to, uh, to progress and like in a healthy way, because like, as I saw like a few weeks ago, like I was really stressed out. I was pushing really hard and I had my rib injury and it really set me back and emotionally and physically. And you, I really need to um, be aware of like how my body is. Um, you know, I'm still young, I'm 25, but that's not like 18. And so I have to be really careful with how I train, and, like train smart, uh, smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> okay you want to all the french that we got to use i uh, would just nod and let you do most of it oui. i would just say merci and bonjour oui, uh, <laughs> i forgot it all when i got i there. don't know what i want to say i hate being put on the spot like that to anna tell me about yourself in french oh je suis américaine <laughs> uh, je suis danseuse et uh, j'adore pain au chocolat <laughs> she's an american dancer that likes uh, that likes chocolate croissants. Croissants. <laughs> that's a question that might be good to journal like who, who tell me about yourself oh man and that when you guys hear the interview with jeremy and jane i flip that on them i go yeah. to start my interview with you but not really jane tell me about you yourself. let them off the hook i let them off the hook but they kind of laugh like ah. I'm like yeah that's a but it's like they want to know like who you are yeah. it's like well let me tell you my my credentials like right. you know, very see that on your resume that's something that's my who personality type i'll let you know what i do not who right. i am that's a nine thing too. Or tell yeah, me what you want. Thing, yeah. I will tell you what I did. I won't tell you what I want because that's too hard. So we are going to end this and thank you for, I'm so, it was so fun to do with you because I was going back yeah. no matter what. It was really fun to watch your reaction to things and watch your audition <laughs> and like just to see. Likewise. Yeah. It was like to see, to see people in like a different out of the element that we're so used to. Yeah. Okay. So we, we will bid you adieu. 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 I don't know if I say that anymore. No. <laughs>